to all my people if you're into He-Man The Skeletor, the unofficial revelations companion It's more than a cartoon, I'm here to let you know Masters of the universe, revelations, for sure We breaking down the episodes, this is what you need in Before He-Man, grab somebody and start eating From Evil in Clamp Champ, Tila and the Man of Arms They have the power, so come and join the squad Yeah, dear Skeletor, the unofficial revelations companion Let's go! Welcome to Dear Skeletor, the unofficial companion podcast of Masters of the Universe Revelation. Join us as we recap each episode, celebrate the things we loved, and discuss the other aspects we may not have liked as much. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Forrest. How goes your internia day today, Forrest? Mm, I've got some, I've got some, uh, you know, some internia distress. Holy... (laughs) Oh, you got the EBS, huh? Yeah, I've got the EBS. You gotta get that checked. Because soon you'll start sounding like Orko, but looking like a flocked moss man. (laughs) Oh, man. Is there... I can't tell you one toy I wanted more as a kid than a flocked... A flocked panthor. Oh, it's a great one. I own one. See that's awesome. Like but it's like yeah. it's it's not like it was animal fur. It was like it was like stubble <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was like it was rolled in like shag carpet. <laughs> yep. like, like each one was like dipped in some Elmer's glue and just like, you know, go banana across the, <laughs> a shag carpet and then ta-da, a moss man. Yep, <laughs> a moss man or a panther. Did Cringer have a flocked version? I'm sure they flocked him at some point, but not in the original lineup. Yeah. Because um, the, like, Battle Cat mold was taken from a Big Jim toy line. Okay. Where Big Jim were bigger figures, and so, like, the tiger was, well, tiger size. And then when they were like, hey, uh, He-Man needs to ride something. How about a giant (laughs) cat? Just paint them green. Throw some armor on them. Call it a day. <laughs> Battle cat. So when yep. those when those went out, those were just really just repaints of those big gym uh, cringer molds. So then when they were like, well, you know, what should Skeletor ride? I'm sure they were probably like, how about a ram? They're like, we don't got a ram, but what we can do is take the cat, roll it across <laughs> some purple crushed velvet, and call it Panthor. Thoughts. <laughs> And they're like, all right, I guess whatever. It's cheaper, right? Yeah, the flocking fur. The the flocking fur is for free. Mortimer, you done it again. Mortimer, you're the best, man. Now go back down the hall and write us some new gems. <laughs> it's like, I, oh man. Yeah. Uh I mean, well, we've done it. We've this is done, it. The final this, countdown. I'm not doing that. You know, you know how much I don't like them. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I can't even bring myself. It's like, like I was it's like going to summon Candyman. Kind of like I was going to do it. Then my mouth started to fill with water. Like I had to go through a throw up. <laughs> so then I was just like, you know, I was going to like the phone started salivating. <laughs> yeah, just like started like, just, salivating. Exactly. It was just like just just stop. Don't don't do don't don't say it. It's okay. We we know what you're talking. Yeah, this is it. The the. End of part one of Masses Universe Revelation. 
part one. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you are you just assuming that 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 might be it? They're, they're I like... I don't honestly know. I I am a little so I, I let me just get this out there, you know, uh, before I say anything else, which is to say I want there to be a part two, but um, I don't know. I wish I wish Netflix would have said anything. I wish they would have been like, yeah, part two confirmed. It's coming in December. They haven't said anything. <laughs> Well, they normally take a they they normally take a little bit of a break from each release. You know, when they were doing Voltron, it wasn't like "Don't worry, part two or you know the next season is showing up." Like they normally didn't announce it right afterwards. Sometimes, okay, you're like, "Are you making it? Are you not making it?" I think they're probably just trying to figure out when to slot it into place. Yeah, and they also, I guess they also have this other He-Man cartoon that is more kid-focused that they just announced, and they have a trailer for Maybe they don't want to overshadow that one with other He-Man news, because they are making that live-action series movie, some, maybe it's a movie, maybe it's a series, I don't actually remember, but there is a live-action He-Man coming at some point. I would kind of hope it would be a movie. I honestly don't know if I could... uh take a he-man series and this is from like the he-man guy yeah like, well do you remember the beast master beast master series oh well i remember it but my mom hell remembers that one <laughs> that one was i'd always walk into her room like at night like and she'd be like oh what are you what are you doing i'm like i don't know you're watching beast master yeah was like yeah, yeah. And <laughs> i was like this show's garbage <laughs> but not to her <laughs> so it's not super. It, it's not super surprising, I guess, because my dad is big into sci-fi. But what's funny is that you would bring that up is that my dad was also super into Beastmaster, but <laughs> like this is like long after I ever like lived with him. So I would just like we'd be talking on the phone, and he'd be like, "Have you seen that show, Beastmaster?" <laughs> I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, no, it's it's cool. He's got like two bone clubs. He's got one that's like kind of flat, and then he's got one that's a club, and he puts it together, and it's like a bone staff club. So, so he takes two bones and makes a slightly larger bone. Yeah, it's cool. And then at some point, it turns into a sword. But you you had to be there for that one. And like, do you remember like what the thing he said was just like a a general saying that people already knew it wasn't like something that was made up for Beastmaster. He would just say like at the end of every episode or he, his thing was like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That was his catchphrase. I think so. It was something like that. It was like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Cause he was like, kind of like he was Arnold adjacent. Oh, so he's like the dude who plays a uh, Batman in the Titan show. Where he's just like, I am Batman. And you're just like, where's that from? Is that a Gotham accent? (laughs) Tonight, Joker, I will stop you. (laughs) I went, I did it. I beat the Joker to death. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I did. What? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I did. Hey, now you're you're traipsing in my Kit Harrington impersonation territory. Oh, you mean oh. the future Black Knight wearing yeah. the ebony blade? Yeah, 
You see here, I got the ebony blade I do, and I wear Philly boots and chainmail armor, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen the commercial or the trailer <laughs> for the movie, so I don't actually know what you look like. You could, I could maybe be in Jordan's jeans, you know, 501s, maybe 503s, <laughs> to support my ample thighs. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Yeah. 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 But I do remember I do remember Beastmaster. So you're saying if they were to do a live action series, it should be like Beastmaster where it would just basically like, it'd just be a guy and a couple weasels <laughs> traipsing around <laughs> New Zealand. He's just, and he's just like, remember after you eat, don't go swimming for half an hour. <laughs> Till next time. But that's the only thing he ever says all the time. <laughs> He just shows up at the end of every episode. Well, oh, He-Man, where have you been? <laughs> don't go, don't go swimming after you eat. Is that a thing? Bye, bye. It's not. He-Man. Myth- myth- <laughs> Man, these are getting really weird. Like really. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> they should probably maybe shouldn't have let David Lynch do this. He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. It's all Orko speaking backwards. <laughs> oh man I would actually like to see that though yeah well you know we'll see at this point I'm just like hoping they get you know uh, part B or part 2 or however they're going to do that of this show and maybe I'll even give the new uh, the new kid show a watch because why not see what see what the see what the kids are getting make sure that like, yeah you know my nephew is getting quality he man or if i'm gonna have to be like nope it's filmation diet for you only sorry you watching yeah Netflix stuff and you know gonna have to disown you you're not gonna get any toys from me does it bother you in the he-man cartoon that man-at-arms is a boy uh for for me should he be called boy at boy at arms <laughs> Uh, nah, nah, nah. You know, why not? Who who cares? Maybe, maybe yeah, just sure. Maybe, who cares? You know, you know, like yeah. I mean, I was trying to think of something funny, but at the end of the day, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. You know, because it's already not. These aren't our versions of the characters in almost any format, from you know 2000 X to the original series to you know shit even new adventures of he-man these are going to be different versions because you know it seems like it's more lineage and all that stuff passed down so you know who knows what to expect so yeah call boy at arms man at arms dude at arms bro at arms you know i'm open yeah why not i mean it has i i i'm totally open to it being good i hope it is good um it just has something like it it's looks like maybe it's trying too hard to be troll hunters yeah that's that's the vibe i got and i that i don't know like you know maybe that might be good people like the troll hunter stuff i haven't really uh checked it out since like i've watched some of it it's quite good it wouldn't be bad if it was trying to be like troll uh troll hunters but i i guess i am i am a little disappointed they ditched the more fantasy elements in 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 favor of a more sci-fi yeah because i always liked that like the the one of the things that makes he-man so unique and interesting is the setting and part of the setting is that it's that really like hard fantasy stuff with a ton of sci-fi stuff thrown into it 
mm-hmm. in a way that almost doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. It's its own sort of aesthetic that is really cool, and it's unfortunate we don't get more of that. Although, like you said, it's it's like it's turned it into sort of like a a lineage thing. So this it's like in the future of the future past. So I guess in that way it makes sense. I mean, you figure technology has to be like a pretty much mainstay of Eternia. I mean, even in this episode, like the Forge of the Forest of Forever. I'm not going to say that anymore. That's the last time I say the title. It's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I mean, the prehistoric or, oh, excuse me, the pre-Eternia style mount still had like robotic feats. Like, <laughs> sure, uh, you know, did. it's like I'm riding on like this thing that's kind of like a, a raptor or something, but it, it's got robotic ankles. Yeah, that's the first thing we did. First, we learned how to tame dinosaurs. Then we learned how to build them better by giving yeah, them but... robotic parts. One day I came upon my velociraptor and it was looking up at me with the strangest look in its eyes. And that's when I knew it wanted robot legs. <laughs> These <laughs> legs are so puny. I, I never wanted this. <laughs> oh god, that'd be terrible. <laughs> well, hey, look, my name is King Grayskull. That's just what I assumed. <laughs> you're Adam, in good. You're, you're in, good in, oh, you're in good <laughs> It's too. I like that actor quite a bit. Uh, Dennis Haysbert's great. Yeah, but all I can think about is all state commercials. Yeah, like I'd kind of want to think of like 24, you know, when he was in that, but I never really watched 24. It's a thing. Um, I watched him on that show where he played like uh, an army captain. It was like about like a special forces group and their tumultuous home lives. I forgot. I forget what it was called, but he was in that one. Yeah, you want all the drama of war? Well, forget that. You're going to see what it's like when they come home. They have nothing worth fighting for. Yep. You're going to see their drug addiction. Yeah. You're like, oh, this this is next time on Lifetime. (laughs) I don't know what channel it was on. I'm just assuming it was Lifetime. I think, I don't remember either, but if I had to guess, it would be CBS. Not to say there's anything wrong with CBS, but uh, that's kind of in their bailiwick. Person of Interest was one of my favorite shows. I was on CBS. Well, there you go. Yeah, that that, I, that was surprising because I was just like another procedural crime drama. No thanks. What's this? Whoa! This show's pretty wild. It's like uh, <laughs> he pulled out a rocket launcher and blew up a car. Um, I'm in it, even though you know the uh, the actor who played the main character in that is. Eh. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. <laughs> People listening home, you can infer what my <laughs> is all about. <laughs> oh, now I gotta know. I'm gonna. Lo- I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up right here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, person of interest. Wow, 2011. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you too can play that at home. 
Yes. And we're not talking about the guy who plays the uh, the villain on that one, right? Or the uh, the glasses man. We're talking you know about you. Yeah. yeah, the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Okay. Yeah, he played he played Jesus once on, yeah. a, <laughs> on a very popular movie, like extremely popular movie, and then something happened. Hey. <laughs> but you know the the show was uh, a okay, but yeah, but you know just yeah, yeah, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I'm if anyone is uh, listening to this He Man or Masters of the Universe podcast <laughs> is curious about what show I was referencing that Dennis Haysbert was on, it was the Unit back was in C- two thousand five, I think. Oh wow. So then he he got that Allstate stuff and just stuck with that. <laughs> I think so. Hey, good on him. I well, wish he was I in, could... he's he's been working like like crazy. We should all yeah, be I mean, as lucky as uh, not yeah. lucky. We should all be as skilled and uh, and employed as uh, Dennis uh, Haysbert. Yeah, look, I, I if I could get a flow like a flow like gig where you know like Quiznos you hires me. <laughs> course yeah where like i just go around to people eating quiznos and i'm just all like remember they got a pepper bar <laughs> and then i walk out the door but i just Jeez, do it it's you, you know listening are you listening quiznos you could have a dude exist? just going up to somebody eating a sandwich and being like you know they got a pepper bar right yeah. all right have a good one yeah did you decorate your sandwich with a pepper well take care of yourself they got a pepper bar yeah, you don't, you know, it's, they're free. Don't take too many, though. Leave peppers for other people. But there's, look, you can get uh, pickled jalapenos, regular jalapenos, and other type of peppers that I, I don't, they don't agree with me. They gave me EBS. But, uh, <laughs> you, they might agree with you. Until next time. Quiznos. Quiznos. <laughs> and then you're going to bring the, the, whatever those weird uh, creatures Panthers? were. Yeah, the uh, the sponge monkeys or whatever they were called. I don't know what they were, but the Quiznos was ahead of its time, straight ahead of its time. Yeah, it it, uh, it had memes before there were memes were a thing, pretty much. Yeah, they I think they unofficially invented the meme. Don't forget about the pepper bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, I actually, you know, it's funny on our soundboard or on my soundboard, I have the Quiznos ad. Oh no! Don't play it. <laughs> no, I won't. But I have it. Whole it's thing. A threat. Whole Talk thing. about mutually assured destruction. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't act up. You understand? I will. I've got I, will it. I will play it. If at any point you start acting weird, you're gonna. I'm just saying right there, in case you thought I was playing. Because he's a I'm... dollar off. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, should we talk about the uh, the show with the three F's in it? Yeah, yeah, the show with the three F's in it, which was the original title for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Not a lot of people know that, but it is true. Um, but yeah, the forge at the forest of forever. That's a lot, a lot of four, 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 four. Yeah, a lot of four. Yep. Season one or season one point one, hopefully episode five, 
And the mid-season finale, if what we've heard from the stars of the show are to be believed. And I guess they have to at this point. I mean, they can't leave it like this. I mean, well, no. Netflix has been known to cut things where people are like, oh, man. I, like, leave things on cliffhangers, so. Yeah. Um, But if you're Mattel, you are... You're saying, put the rest of that shit out there. You're 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 guaranteeing yourself at least, you know, you're trying to get yourself guaranteed two seasons because, you know, molds aren't cheap. Uh, You know, so like reuse and trying to figure out how many different ways you can make your money back by repackaging the same He-Man body. You know, it's going to cost you money. So I feel confident that we'll, we'll get another part of this and then We'll see afterwards, but I definitely think we'll we'll, we'll we'll get the wrap up. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it should be. This is a show that definitely has never felt like it should be long in the tooth. It feels like it's a conclusion for a reason. So, you know. I agree. Although I think that depending on where the show sort of ends, it it would be great if they would set it up for sort of a more monster of the week type uh thing that they could just transition into i think that they could have or would have had this been like a major hit and netflix is sort of notoriously cagey about their numbers and and how well anything is doing but i get the impression that maybe this isn't doing as well as they had hoped i don't know where i'm getting that from but I mean, I think maybe you're just, uh, I don't want to say you're projecting, but you know, you see all the negativity posting online. And then when you do go to Netflix, it's not like one of the things that's on the top trending, right? Uh, you know, the service. So you're like, Oh, already, huh? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's all just conjecture on my part, but certainly there are other properties on Netflix that receive a lot of discussion and this, a lot of the discussion was largely negative, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I concurs. Yeah, so I think it has it has that potential, but it's hard to say what they'll do with it. Um, so I figured for this one, I don't know. You, I'll leave it up to you, but I figure it might be good to talk about it just kind of in large chunks because this episode is sort of. Uh, it's just like a couple of big set pieces um, with a couple of huge moments and then sort of leading up to the end. Yeah, I agree. There's not much to recap. Like, when you want to, do you want to be like, when uh, Tila and Adam are walking through the forest not talking to each other for like 30 seconds? (laughs) Sure. Right? That was a thing, right? Yeah, that was... That that was was good. That was so good. My favorite part was when they kept walking. And didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but we, I, do, I, we do start off right on the bat. Uh, off the bat, I should say. Like we said last time, pretty much right where the last one left off. Yeah, Except I Except mean, that they made a gravestone for or- Orko in that. In the, the, the time between the two episodes. Yeah, I mean, they, they had to reconcile a little bit. Because, Beast, you know, Beastman and Evil Lynn were walking around. Um, not like their, their union was broken up at that point. So maybe they don't really address that. Do they, that Tila was like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 this is, 
Shot one, Orko's tombstone. <laughs> Shot <laughs> two, Orko's blown up scarf. <laughs> Shot three, the forest jungle thing there wasn't there until Moss Man died. But it can, right? give, it can give you things, like pieces <laughs> of home. So yeah, Boss Man dies. He turns into the 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 forest of forever, I guess. But do then I guess they rename the forge at that point. Although I guess you know what, it's not a forge, is it? No, I mean it's just it's it's a toy set that they <laughs> cleverly turned into a set piece for this show. And <laughs> and also then Andra cleverly turns it into a forge. I, I mean, I guess in a sense that it had perfectly, like, open windows at the top. The, the bellows. at the top. <laughs> yeah. That part, uh, I had a, there was like a little mini eye roll in that part. It was like, oh, cool, yeah. The whole building works for this exact purpose, huh? Very convenient. Yeah, because as we know, this isn't where Hero forged the sword or, or whoever forged the sword first. Um. Yeah, it was filled. It was forged by mage smiths. Yeah, troll. Which sounds cool, right? Like troll and mage. Sounds cool as hell. Yeah, you're like, holy shit! They're like magicians, but they're also blacksmith. And you know, I watch Forged in Fire. I would say that that is a that is a cool assessment. That is the right assessment. They take a bar of metal and magically turn it into something you can shiv somebody with. <laughs> but it's just funny because like we get this sort of like we get this sort of hot potato of of who is going to reforge the sword, right? First it's man at arms. Only one person could possibly reforge and he's like, "No thanks." And uh then it's going to be Roboto cuz he's got all the different things. And then they're like, "Well, here have Hero have him uh help you out." And he's like, I don't know. This <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the episode yeah. is him clanging the parts together and being like, ah, yep. oh, jeez, I don't know, boss. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I enjoyed that part too. I mean, I wouldn't know where to start because he was uh, the way he is talking is like the fact that it was split in twain in the first place was something like he could not fathom it. Yeah, no one can fathom it. I like how it gets all the way to Hero for them him to tell us, oh yeah, like, Trollin uh, yeah, Trollin mages did it. And he's like, well couldn't you go to Trolla then? Could you try? I don't know, is there no way to get there without magic? I think there's no way to get there without magic. Mm, well, and there was no Trolla tower in you know, the pre-turning right. <laughs> That know. shit is toy as hell. Well, do you, I mean, do you ever remember the toy originally? That that's the pre- from? No, I don't. I mean, I know it is a toy because yeah. of the way it looks. But Yeah, no, that is the, that is like the Eternia playset. So that's how come it has like the little towers of, for like Snake. I think there's like one for Snake Mountain. There's one. Uh huh. That's the little, yeah. That's the little sky sled. But I was just like, you put that in a show. Yeah. You put, that thing is insane. Like you see it in person. I've seen one like behind glass and I go, I just look at it and go, like, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. And they sold it. And then you took that and you put it 
in a cartoon show. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, <laughs> right? Rats off to you. Jeez, you yeah. guys really did it. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, the weird part is, like, the lion thing looks too much like, you know, like the Thundercats. <laughs> it totally does. I've, I've thought for sure we were to see just Lion-O, Bigfoot, uh, like, by in the background. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Just, I'm like, just I'm like, I'm here, too. <laughs> Samuel Flange. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck's a Samuel Flange? <laughs> Still talking about it. Yep. But <laughs> just see that this whole thing. I I'm still as confused as for Samoflage. And I, I would I would rather have that than the reference than the hero or or the uh the previous um wielder of the conduit who who no one can understand. Uh, that joke worked for me about one time, and then the rest of the time I was just like, oh boy. Yeah, but you gotta admit, uh, when she said, like, goodbye, <laughs> you Good have to, bye. <laughs> you have flee, to, man. <laughs> you have to admit that, had, that had me rolling. Because yeah. it was just, it was almost kind of like dismissive, too. So it's like, like almost like a wild Bill Hitchcock from Tombstone, and he's just like, "Bye." You know, yeah. I just heard this like, "Goodbye, <laughs> man." And you're just like, oh, "She did not like your ass at all." Uh, how about that too? Like all the previous heroes and champions were all are all kind of bullies because they call Prince Adam, who's the only champion we find out in this episode, who decides to use their quote-unquote lesser form very cool guys <laughs> way to be uh way to be uh you know body shame prince adam but then like he chooses to be just prince adam because that's who he feels who he is and they call him flea man instead of he man <laughs> They're like what's up flea man because you're tiny they suck well i mean th- these are the you know, outside of King Grayskull, most of these are pretty much like the the, the cast-off dregs of, like, pre-orders and, like, half-thought ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved like, seeing all of them. Like, seeing every one of these, like, <laughs> these exactly, like, mail-in five box tops from your cereal, get this guy. Suddenly, <laughs> he's got his own, he's got his own little bit in this episode. Oh, what, Wondar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is what that is Wonder Bread T Man right there. Yep. <laughs> like if you if you can find one, like a real Wonder Bread E Man toy, like at a decent price, buy it. That shit is pricey. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. just this but just to see him and you're just like, Oh, that's weird. And then Hero, and you're just like, Oh man, this is like doubly weird. Yep. And then Vicor, even then I was like, who the is Vicor? I don't even remember Vicor. <laughs> yeah, no, it was weird seeing them um, like bully Adam around and then Adam proving that he's the real hero because yeah. he chose, you know, he chose his original self. So, he, you know, like 
That's a conscious decision, and he knew exactly what he was doing. While the other ones were like, no, man, I want to look good for the rest of my life. life, life, life. (laughs) But, like, you know, I think that that not only does it show that Adam is sort of the most heroic of all of them, but it also shows that even when he was He-Man, he was always Adam. And that's important Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the reconciliation with Tila, because if he, you know... It, I think it does make her feel a little bit more at ease to know that even though he never told her that he was He-Man, he always felt like he was Adam, and so if you, it's like he, yeah, he did lie to her, but it's not like he was lying to her in his heart or whatever. Yeah, no, exactly. But you see how what you said there makes would have would have made the land of the dead episode and her fears being that like more impactful. Like if it, if it was just that lie versus, you know, Oh, you might be someone's daughter, daughter. (laughs) They do that shit in this episode again. Yeah. Five for five, literally five (laughs) for five, five episodes, five. Tila, there's something I need to tell you. No, enough. I don't want to know. It's like <laughs> at least it's her this time. Evelyn didn't pop out of a bush, and it was like, "No, ah, you guys are done. You're done. Don't don't talk about it anymore." You just hear a scream from across Preternia. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> Using the last of the magic that was supposed to go to Roboto. Did just... you do you hear that? No. <laughs> Sweaty evil in. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't. (laughs) Don't you do that. Don't talk anymore. Don't talk anymore about what? That I'm the the sorceress's daughter? No, for some reason. It's me, Kit Harrington. (laughs) My secret is. Your secret is now told. I can't be the Black Knight anymore. Later. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you. But you bring up a valid point about the reconciliation and um, uh, trying to bring a little bit of closure to that. You, you know, like the. I think the last piece that she needed to kind of let go of, because you know, throughout the episode, you do see her kind of like eye rolling or like, oh man, like. Let me just be mad at you. Like, why are you so nice? Like, like, let me just stay mad at you. So, I, I do appreciate this. I also do appreciate the uh, the teamwork during their their race, the the great hunt. It's the wild hunt. The wild oh, hunt. Yeah, thank you. The wild hunt, which did did look a lot like a race. Uh, I guess they were just chasing that beast, and then. I, what I th- I like especially about the Wild Hunt is that at the end of the Wild Hunt, uh, whoever the hunter that catches the beast just gives him a big old hug. Yeah, but like they almost like maim each other to do it. No, no, I'm gonna hug the big cat. Not, not you. I'm gonna. Yep. Hug the big cat. <laughs> I want to hug a key. You got to do it last time. And then the the one that no one can understand is just like. <laughs> And everyone just looks at each other. Isn't this like heaven or something? Yeah. Why can't we understand her? 
<laughs> help us out here. Like the the shrug jokes on that one. Yeah, we're starting to get excessive. Yeah. Like the first time, you're like, okay, that's that's fine. I get it, right? Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. but then like the third time you do it, you're like, all right, all right, all right. All right. And even that, like when they do it when they're around the the campfire, and sh- they all shrug, it feels like there's five seconds of silence after that. <laughs> Everyone just stands around awkwardly. Yeah, it's like those uncomfortable silences you get in Star Wars movies. Like the yep. earlier ones where someone just is just standing there and you're like, Star Wipe? Yeah. You know, wipe the field yet? <laughs> Come oh, on, no, Star still, Wipe. Yeah, you're going to still stay on C-3PO, huh? Uh, okay, now it's over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it, yeah, it was just kind of like the joke kind of got overused a little bit, I think. But speaking of jokes... The I think Moss Man really shines in this episode. I mean, they really owed it to him to give him some sort of opportunity to showcase uh, some classic Oppenheimer. But uh, he was great. And that he has one of the funniest lines of the episode when he's just like, no, eavesdropping would be rude. I heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> And the way he just appears. I heard it all. Yeah, I'm here. I'm always here. Uh, you're stepping on me right now. <laughs> you took a piss on me earlier. <laughs> I did not I appreciate that. I did not appreciate it. And you know Vicor has EBS, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he, when he gets goes in a bush, oh boy, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm sad yeah, I made this whole forest now. Yeah, there are Vicor pockets all around. Just, <laughs> just leave a little bit of... You know there's no corn in in, in uh, Preternia, right? There's, <laughs> yeah, there's tell him that. Yeah, I don't know. He's still bringing it with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I still don't want to buy a Moss Man figure from the show, but sure. I was happy to see Moss Man back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the figure, unfortunately, looks like a uh, dollar store uh, swamp thing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, not to say it's bad quality or construction. Uh, it's just hard to get away from that swamp thing. Look, when you're doing a swamp creature, I think. Yeah, it, it's kind of his bag. Like, you Yeah, know, just look at Man-Thing. Exactly. Marvel had to go, like, real wackadoodle. Like, just keep making a snout larger. They give him him redder eyes. He's got bug eyes and an elephant snout. Yeah. And everyone still calls him Marvel Swamp Thing. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) How much it worked. And then, you know, like, yeah, this Moss Man looks cool. And like I said, for the first episode was definitely like Kevin Smith Swamp Thing moment. You know, like Alan Moore type of Swamp Thing moment that like ended too quickly. Like you know, mm-hmm. just like, oh man, you burnt him. So it almost made me think like they recorded all his lines in one day. <laughs> like, I definitely, they definitely did. <laughs> you know, like look, we only got these people for like four hours, so we're gonna bang out all these lines. Okay, Alan, I need you to scream like you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was on fire last week. Oh, let's not get into that. No, I was shooting craps. <laughs> I was on fire. Yeah. I was on fire on the crap table. That's the only Alan, Alan Oppenheimer voice. Alan, don't do that in front of me. This is, you know how disturbing it is. You do what I want. 
You don't want to tell us Oppenheimer what to do, but Oppenheimer. Oh, man. <laughs> there are so many, it feels like anyway, there are so many references, uh, Gwildor excluded, of course, to the movie in this series. I was just thinking about as I was sort of thinking over the whole series. And I actually I had a question for you. One, I mean, one is an observation. Obviously, the flying discs in the Wild Hunt moment have to be a reference to the movie. Yeah. Well, um, but also, well, do you think that the sorceress getting old when all the magic is taken away? Yes. And spoiler alert: Skeletor turning into sort of a god. Are those also movie references? Uh, the uh, sorceress, yes. The spoiler, spoilers, which we didn't throw at the beginning of this anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oops! But shame, but shame on you! Shame on yeah, you! Yeah, what are you, do- what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are they- um, I think maybe that's like a tangential connection. Um, but I don't know if it's like I don't know if it is like one hundred percent. Uh, movie reference only because I was waiting. And though he does have like the giant kind of like ram horns. Yeah, he has a big old. I mean, obviously it's not gold. That would have been the the ultimate tip off. But yeah. he does kind of do the same thing he does in the movie. Yeah, but you know, it's it's funny. I was watching that scene again. You know, just to get kind of like my mind reprimed for this. I was going. Yeah, I guess it's the only time, you know, I can remember Skeletor saying I have the power. Because even in the movie, you know, he, he had the sword. He kind of does it, but he doesn't hold it aloft. He just no. opens a giant iris and he's like, more than man, more than life. You know, he's just getting hit with like the the powers of the universe through the, you know, the 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 galaxy roof or you know whatever the fucking giant whatever the thing's thing supposed to be yeah he's like uh, you know, uh, doing all his great oh my god i gotta watch that scene uh, <laughs> but doing all that I'll stuff back <laughs> well no i'm not gonna watch that scene <laughs> you know like you know my favorite is like i am the alpha and the omega and i'm like yes you are skeletor so yeah maybe a little bit there a little bit you know you know yeah, maybe. Maybe. The disc it does for sure. seem a little bit. But yeah, 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 it does. I mean, you know, he he does have the ram head look. I wish if there were gold notes, I would for sure be like, all right, they're a fan of the movie. Yeah, um, or like a like, little dumb horn, like a little crab claw, or like a little whatever, weird little thing that just stuck on. That would be like some doodads on the actual helmet would have been a dead giveaway. Yeah, like, I mean, he does kind of look like a Dragon Ball Z villain. Like, At the end there? Yeah, yeah, he's, well, you know, he's really fucking, he's, like, even more ripped. And then, you know, his head is just kind of floating in, like, this, like, ghastly flame, and he's just, you know, super larger than life. But then he's got that weird, like, shit going on with his chest. Like, the, the three colors or something like that. You're just like, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. I, yeah, I he's got like the like the H is glowing uh, green. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It's but, unsettling. It's an unsettling combination of colors, but 
Um, yeah, but if it would have been gold, I'd have been like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was definitely a Langella. That's a Langella. That's a that's a natural Langella right there. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you is that the the way they present heaven, for lack of a better term, because even the people in the show refer to it as such, but the way that they present this this wonderful part of the afterlife is really fucked up because it is a place only for champions and everybody else has no afterlife everyone else just is like atheist you go into the ground you are worm food but if you're a big buff champion which it seems like there's only been a handful across all of time. You get access to this place all for yourself. Yeah, it's a very exclusive membership. Like, it's 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 like very grim. Like nobody else. Like I mean, I guess it really depends on how you look at life and the afterlife and all that stuff. But to know that heaven exists and that you can't get past that velvet rope, now that's fucking I would rather be just confirmed no afterlife. Yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a winner. Right? Like, in, 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 in a choice between going to Preternia or going nowhere, and if you knew Preternia existed, and you still could never get there, uh yeah, it'd be pretty shitty. Um but the same token, you know there's a subternia. You don't end up there either. Right. So, I guess you can just go there. So maybe you just go to Subternia and you got Scareglow down there and he's like, Show me your fear. And you're like, Cool, I'm just here to hang out. I brought some chips. I just live forever, right? Show me some scary stuff. <laughs> I want to see those horny apes. Bring them out. <laughs> Give me the what? money. Uh, um. <laughs> Woo, horny apes. I brought attorney of dollars. I got a pennant. <laughs> here, to, here for the apes. A little horn and a picture of an ape. Like, yep. Horny apes. Horny <laughs> apes. Yeah, I mean, it is It is pretty bleak. The way that King Grayskull makes it sound like it's, it's his reward. For you know being so awesome, what yep. if you're awesome, but you're not like He Man awesome? Yeah, it's like, like you could be you can be Moss Man awesome and still get in, which I guess is a little bit of a consolation. Yeah, but I think his consolation is just because of how old he is. And he's like oh, only <laughs> he just you know got, million years old. You're like literally grandfathered in. Yeah, you're like a million years old. You don't you you you're still not weary of fire, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, that's kind of okay. Skeletor's bag, Moss Man. Should have got that. Just like uh, Thor should have gone for the head, you should have gone for the staff. Yeah, or like just punch him in the back of the head. Anything else? Like why are you gonna pop up in front of him? And you know, you know the dude's like a little fire bug, so <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna set you He's gonna set your ass on fire. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to go to either place. Because, like, Preternia just seems weird. Like, I mean, outside of the jungle forest thing they have, and the buildings, that's it. 
Like, what else do you do? And they just got that forest. (laughs) It's brand new. So were they just kind of hanging out, like milling around the building for a bit? You know, hey, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm going to go stand up. We'll go stand over by uh, this part of the weird uh, sky slide thing. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we've got a monorail nobody uses, and we got three buildings and a big mountain. And oh, do you see the woods just opened up? Those are new. There's a Jamba Juice in there. You can check that out. Yeah, and we'll eventually we'll chase a cat. Oh, yeah. Hey, we'll you chase like- a cat, and whoever gets it first gets to hug it. Okay, never but- mind. I want to go there right now. Nah, nah, nah. Cat. <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, nah. A, a cat that that's that smart and big. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yes or maybe no. That's a, maybe that's yes. A hard, that's a hard no. That's like a buffer wild tiger or a panther or whatever it was supposed to be. No, I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather yeah. go there because someone was like, "We're gonna give you triceratops with robot feet." Yeah, then I'm in. <laughs> then <laughs> as long I'm as in. you can guarantee. That I get the Triceratops with the uh, robot feet, then, uh, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, but that ain't happening, because, you know, King Grayskull's just gonna bogart the Triceratops with robot feet, so I don't want to go to either place. It, yeah, it's- I like I like how they were like, uh, whoa, you were a champion, no wonder the castle's named after you, and then he's like, had to give exposition dump, he's like, yes, well, when the elders decided to shield it as a castle, they named it after me, but, and then, you know, he has that funny joke about it being not so, uh, a, a dubious honor at best, because it's an ugly castle, uh, but it was just funny how they're like, no, nerds, okay, wait, hold up, we'll explain. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad the one thing they didn't bother to explain away. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, um, he's no longer the descendant of, you know, like, uh, King Randor and Prince Adam, so that, that's not like their great-grandfather. No, no, no. <laughs> Nah, he's his own thing now. Yeah. Mortimer did it again. He, he, you did it again, Mortimer. Uh, M- Mortimer is making us a little bit more progressive. Progressive. No, no, State Farm. What? Yep. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> what's in your wallet? Wait, no, that's somebody else. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit. Speaking about robot triceratopses, let's talk a little bit about the the uh, robot in this show. Roboto's incredible sacrifice and maybe the coolest part of the episode. Always gives me chills actually when I see the the forging of the sword of power. It's, I love it. Yeah, it's definitely trippy visuals. It's like It this looks like a Lisa Frank at least a Frank did a uh did a metal cover. Yeah, yeah. If I was like this is the most heavy metal forging I've ever seen. She's like, I'm holding purple lightning and then purple <laughs> gas and yellow lightning in my hands and there's so much energy in this room and it's just crazy. Yeah, I I mean, I'm giving him MVP of this episode, I think. Oh my god, just his whole thing. It's like, Roboto's arc is probably the most satisfying of the show so far. Uh, and really bravo to Justin Long for really making a, you know, making a meal out of this role and really making it meaty and substantial. It was really cool. Yeah, I think well-earned. I would almost argue that I felt like Orcos was not as well-earned. Um, yeah, well, 
Orcos was a little bit of an interesting situation because he he kind of earned his in, in that he is able to overcome fear, which is kind of his major trait. Um, you know, in the him and Cringer are just scared of everything, and and he's also bad at stuff. So then he's able to do something good, and he's able to overcome his fear. Cool. I think the difference is ma- mainly in the present presentation for me. This is just like unarguably such an epic moment the music the visuals the colors the sweeping camera angles as they zoom down the the sort of chimney of this building turned into a forge the way that what the first time roboto strikes the the two uh halves of the sword the sparks blue they're all blue and they fly off and transition into fireflies like everything about it is so epic. I mean, it had to be right. Like, it, I imagine sure, yeah. that if they were to show the forging of the power sword, it would have to be this magical too. Like, just to give you the sense of how powerful this thing was. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you with the whole scene. I, I really dig it. And like when when he puts the like the subternia half to that, it's like a cork reactor or whatever in his chest. Mm-hmm. And he's like heating it up, and then when it turns into that like purple flames, I was like, "Holy shit! He, it's primal! <laughs> yeah. This is primal!" And then you know, like the other half is all like lightning, kind of shifting, and you're just like, "I don't know what this is, but I love it." Um, yeah, the music was great. Everything was up tempo, and then you know, oh man, I f- I feel so bad for him. He will. I mean, you see his sacrifice coming a little bit because they keep showing through his vision and like it's all warning signs. Like it's overloading. There's too much power. It's clear that he, you know, he knows that a sacrifice might be coming. But man, when the like, first off, they build up to it so beautifully. The power sword comes together. The you know the the sort of pearlescent opalescent prismatic light fades from it, and we see it there. You know all of our childhood's favorite sword, uh, you know gleaming perfect. And for a moment, everything's peaceful, and even Roboto is entranced. And then, zzz, zzz, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Roboto's like, oh, <laughs> he just the way they show it. I was watching this with my wife, and she was like, oh my god, that guy just died! <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, they got they had the benefit of the fact that since he was a robot, they could show right. more of it versus <laughs> right. You know, him not just turning into, like, a pile of dust. I mean, just watching his arm and leg get blown off, you're like, oh, Jesus. This, oh, why didn't you just turn around and run away, Roboto? Why didn't you run away? <laughs> yep. Just like chunks and bits, and he is just completely dismembered in that explosion. Yeah. It it's it's emotionally effective because of Roboto's sacrifice, but it's also like right. It feels right. It doesn't feel cheap at all. You're like, wow, you're messing. Like this is there's there's a reason why it could channel all the magical energy in the universe. Uh, it is like so epically powerful and i think we really get to see that uh, a brilliant reminder of that yeah especially with like there was that earlier interaction with roboto and uh tila where he calls her sister 
And in a weird yeah. way, you're kind of like, I mean, I guess so. Like, aren't you, <laughs> aren't your brainwaves like her, like surrogate dad? But yeah, fine, I'll stick with sister, that, sister, that, daughter. Oh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. but having that kind of layer there, then watching them get kind of, you know, well, like really watch them get blown up, and then seeing, you know, the fallout of that where. The realization that he's like, I felt fear. And then I I feel this is the groove. Like, oh, God. oh, yeah, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> he, at the end, he's just like, uh, you know, I was put together better than than father thought because, uh, you know, I did thought I had no fear. But now I'm as I'm dying, I realize I am afraid of death. And then everyone's like, oh my god, no! And he's like, no, it's cool! I mean, that means I wasn't just a machine, I was a miracle. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah, that one, that one was sad. That one, that one, that one got me more than Orko. Orko yeah, or, we don't have, like, time, I don't think Orko's dead. I'm just gonna go ahead. I was gonna save that for the wrap-up show, but I, I, when you don't see a body... Uh, on a TV show, you can't be sure the person is actually dead. I don't know, man. When you get a bit of your scarf blown off, I think that's it. I mean, I, I guess think, it's fair. Originally, I thought that he might be, because for some reason I wasn't paying attention when they were talking, you know, when the, the his gravesite sort of turns orco colors or turn looks trolling. Mm-hmm. Uh I wasn't paying attention to the dialogue there, and so I was like, oh, wait, Orko's not dead because I didn't see a body. And then that happened, I'm like, okay, he's definitely dead, because I thought it just happened because of, like, the leftover magic. It is, like, corpse just, like, <laughs> made the surrounding area look like trawling, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh, but uh, since it was just Moss Man doing it, um, I don't know. I, I'm i just going by the old TV adage. If you don't see a body, you can't be sure they're dead. That's fair. That's fair. I was hoping they would have ripped off Roboto's head and be like, maybe they, you know, man and arms yeah. put them back together again. I mean, he's a robot. I mean, there is a certain there. He's got some gears and servos and stuff, but there's a flash drive in there that you could probably yeah. put in a new yeah, power like supply a, and he's good to go. Yeah, a USB thumb drive or a zip disk or something, whatever. <laughs> Eternia's preferred storage medium is. You feel like you just grab a couple of them bips and bops, throw it in your sack, and you're good. Yep, he's got some diodes and servos. You just like, throw those in there. Like, I mean, I literally do not know how either of his arms work because they're just poles. And you can see the <laughs> poles clearly. <laughs> so, you, just, you could see right through it, guys. Yeah, like literally, you can see right through them. So, just I'm sure there's probably a little thing that just says my memory chip. You just just reach in there, take that, slip in the boot, you're good to go. Slip of the old bootaroo, take it back to Duncan. He'll be like, "Oh, that's too bad. No, I have have like 15 extra bodies." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I even made one that's even cooler. Hammer and speakers. He'll play your favorite music. This one just looks like a guy. He could have been a guy the whole time. You wanted that? Oh, oh, oh boy. I mean, you don't even hear, like, man-at-arms going, like, where's Roboto and Orko? He did not give a shit about either of them. He's just like, oh, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. <yeah." laughs> he cared about 
about Orko so much. Yeah, you, not even a peep. Yeah, no, nothing to kind of show like that there was sacrifice along the way. He was just like, oh, man. Uh, Same thing with Cringer. <laughs> yeah, Cringer's not like, oh, and Orko. Like, Adam, you're back. And Orko too, Shirley. Where is he? Is he hiding behind you? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's not. That I have this arm. <laughs> I have this severed blue arm to remember him by. Uses it as a chew toy. <laughs> yep. Finally. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say. Through his sacrifice, he did reforge the Sword of Power. Looks good as new, and um, yeah. Then they go to the world's smallest tower. <laughs> I love. Oh, here's something I want else I wanted to bring up. Mm. When they first, there was just a moment of drama that is immediately dismissed. It just drives me crazy. When they first get to uh, Preternia, Adam is like, uh. Here, you can go to Hero and try to reforge the sword if you want, but you're trapped here forever, just like me. You'll never be able to escape. Anyway, I know the way out. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just like a moment where you're like, oh, their sacrifices are for nothing. And he's like, JK, where there's, a, there's a door. Just up in that tower. You can just get that right the heck out of here. Yep, it leads right back. But none of the people from there ever chose to go back. Because they're like, we love catching big cats. Why would we yeah. leave? Yeah. It's like, this is our, we paid our dues. This is our reward. It does, it makes them seem like a bunch of jerk offs, considering what's happening to the thing that they fought so hard for. But, I mean, it really makes Adam look like a uh, total badass because he literally gives up heaven and he can never come back. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, again, this version of heaven's not something I'd really want to go to, but the fact that yeah, this is it. He's just if he's to die again, he's in the dirt. That's it. You know, yep. it's kind of the warning that you're saying that Mothman kind of gave him. Yeah, if you're okay with that, yeah, you can go back, no problem. Yeah, and he chooses to. Uh, you know, even though everyone's like, "Hey, dude, there'll be another champion." Duh. Uh, he's just like, nah, no one else is, no one other, no other people are dying on my watch. And, which seems like a very Prince Adam, He-Man thing to do. So I don't really mind that part. But although I do think that they, the, like, sort of the piling on of consequences of him leaving makes sense. And it is cool to have some consequences for, you know, returning from the dead but at the same time it sort of almost feels artificially inflated to make what happens later like just more of a gut punch and I think it would have been a gut punch regardless yeah no totally I I do argue the fact that there really is no like keyed control for this sort of power though apparently if you know the words anyone can like harness it <laughs> that seems like a massive oversight how is every one of the champions in preternia good if that's the case well that's what i'm saying it's just like any one of them could do it that means anyone going back could also conceivably do it 
It would not need to be Adam. Right. It could be anyone. Um, but of course, I mean, this is a show with uh, He-Man in it, and so it makes sense to have him be part of the show. Uh, and we almost get him in this episode. <laughs> yeah, almost. Almost. I mean, has there ever been a transformation sequence that has taken this long? <laughs> Can I ask you that? Because <laughs> was this power sword rusty? Because like it was like warming up for a while. Yeah, well, mate, it's a lot of magic, right? Like they get back to Eternia, shows you know Triclops forces are attacking. Man at Arms shows that he needs nobody's help. He's got a big gun, and that'll take care of It'll do just fine. I mean, it shoots an unbelievable beam and does unbelievable damage. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, like, it was insane. He, I mean, he leaps off the top of the thing. He's all, let me show you. Let me show you how it's done. So they get there. You know, he, Adam holds aloft the magic sword. He says the first half. And maybe he's just waiting for that, you know, like, it's like a router. You know, like, if you have to <laughs> cycle your router, you gotta unplug it, wait 10 seconds, plug it back in, and then you wait for all the lights to turn on. Maybe that's what he was doing. He was like, uh, not yet, it's still all green. Oh, the envelope's blue, we're good! Uh, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Right. He was just waiting for the chamber, the plants to come back in the chamber, and he's like, okay, that's enough magic. Yeah, we have enough, you know, the sorceress is like, oh man, I can't wait to get into this, like, young beam. (laughs) (laughs) I like, they even reference that, don't worry, she'll be fine. She'll be back to being hot sorceress again. Don't worry, Adam. We saw the look on your face. (laughs) That was was probably more his concern. uh, (laughs) Adam's a real piece of shit. (laughs) After all, that's the only reason why he came back. (laughs) but uh you know so it took a minute and then like you're you're waiting it's weird because you're watching this episode you're like well what's gonna happen because everything seems like it's fine fine right and then like when evelyn's bag opens up and the havoc you know the the head of the havoc staff comes out and starts reforming into a full staff you're like "Uh uh-oh I had a real like sinking feeling of dread during that moment when I first saw it because I was feeling the moment. I was like, "Yeah, He Man's back! We're gonna look at what's gonna happen now. This is gonna be the second part of this show. Is gonna be so cool. It's gonna be them going and hunting down Skeletor. <laughs> the exact same, except He Man's in it, and they'll just be like, "We need you back, Skeletor." I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for this," uh, and then nope, stabbed through. The only place you can stab someone in a cartoon and they can feasibly live. Yeah, like in between, like through the floating ribs. Yep, it's like right above the organs. Right above the organs, in between the other top half organs. Yeah, oh yeah, watch them get stabbed. See, like, I have the power. And then, just yeah, getting, just getting fucking. It was a real shocker for me when I first... I mean, I I knew Skeletor was obviously coming back because of that thing that was happening with the Havoc staff. Uh, but 
I didn't realize they were just gonna like just there was just gonna be a little bit of a scare as he got a fucking spear through the gut. Yeah, to be honest, I'm with you. The first time I was watching it, I was not paying attention to the time. I was just going, okay, yeah, we're watching the magic return, yada thing. He'll come back, and then my thought was like Skeletor will also be back. Yeah. You know, like he'd be in the chambers, be like, it seems like our battle continues. Goodbye. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, bomb off. And, and right, you wouldn't it. be blamed for thinking that, right? Because that's a lot of Netflix shows sort of do that. They spend an entire season sort of setting up what could have happened in the first episode. Like, they're like, and he finally takes up his father's gun and becomes father gun. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the, <laughs> the show is. But, like, they, that, like, is kind of typically what a lot of Netflix series do, for better or for worse. But, so that makes, the, I feel like that was a totally logical assumption. And then the way they subvert it was pretty cool. Yeah, then you're like, what the fuck? He just came back from the dead and then you killed him? Maybe? I don't know. Um, and then just watching Skeletor say, you know, I have the power. It's, it felt like a real, it feels like a real violation. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. Like I didn't, I, I did not think it would get me in such a way, but I was like, yeah, this is some metal shit right here. (laughs) Although I do like kind of best along with, uh, Moss man. One of the best lines of the show is Skeletor saying to Andra, and you are... Yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> he obviously doesn't know. He doesn't know. Uh, he has probably no idea how long it's been. Um, who and Definitely who she is. He's like, well, she asked a question. <laughs> you know, yep. I'm gonna give her an answer. And he's just like, no one would have sex with Skeletor. <laughs> I know he's just setting up like no one would have me as a man, so let me be a god. Yep. But still, like hearing Skeletor be like, no one would get busy with Skeletor. Look at this face. It's not one you'd want to uh, make out with. I have snakes. I don't even have lips. You should see how few hits my Tinder profile gets. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody swipes in the direction that says no. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know it's a swipe. Up. Exit the app. I don't know. But you're doing it. <laughs> I mean, I work out. I do CrossFit. Look at these abs. They're blue. Are you sure. saying that's nobody's kink? No one. Big buff purple body with a skeleton on top. No one likes a meaty neck. I have a neck. <laughs> We just don't know how it connects to the skull. I'm afraid to look. <laughs> just well, don't think about it. Yeah, just it just it works. It works. I can eat food. It doesn't come out of anything. I'm buff. Did I mention I'm buff? I got a V. <laughs> a V. I went. Cut. <laughs> yeah, CrossFit. Um... No one. <laughs> you don't like hopping on boxes. I do. Look at me! Look at these abs! Who yes. wants to throw a big tire? <laughs> Anyone? No? No? 
You don't like the fins on the arms? Oh, that's, that's not your problem. Hmm. It's the skull face. Okay. Weird. I'll work on it. Kidding, but, I have the uh, power. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Now, my God. Um, yeah, Skeletor is a god now, and he's bigger than Castle Grayskull, even though I know that's just a... I don't think that really happened. Lord knows, um, I hope it didn't, but if it no. did, oh well. Like, oh, goodbye, so, Eternia. Yeah, Skeletor is a kaiju, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that be, the fact that we... Te- uh, that He-Man doesn't die before the end of the series, they're not going to be like, here's the season premiere, or the, the second part of the first season premiere, and he just dies in the first <laughs> ten seconds. Uh, that's definitely not going to happen. So we'll get more Prince Adam, and maybe... I mean, because that's what the second half is going to be ba- about, right? Is... Well, you I don't know. I'll save God. it. I'll save it. Well, we'll save it for the, the yeah. wrap-up episode, but... Fair. We'll talk about it later, but yeah, that's it. Then cuts of black, big cliffhanger, a, a real blue, purple balls. <laughs> I was trying to fix <laughs> some sort of Skeletor reference, but I it was lost on me. Blue, <laughs> it's different down there. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't follow your nose. I can't. <laughs> More bones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bone loops. Yeah. No one. I now do. with marrow puffs. Am I taking this too far? Did I mention I do CrossFit? <laughs> the the havoc staff is forty five pounds. <laughs> I I I do lots of sets. Lots of I have webbed feet. It helps me swim <laughs> that's, sometimes. That's a down. That's downgrade. Oh. Down. Son of a gun. Oh, let me find something someone will like about me. <laughs> Fun fact about me. Mm. I'm the reason they turned, they closed hotornot.com. I was so, my score was so low, I broke the website. Yeah, they could not figure out the algorithm. It, <laughs> Does anyone remember that terrible website? Mm-mm. I do not. Yeah, is this it, before like I had like access to the web or something? No, it was just like a real ninety, you know, like web one garbage website where you would just put a picture on there and people would literally give you a numerical rating. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh yeah. No, I've never. I would never do that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I don't want to brag or anything, but I put my picture on there, and I got a solid 7.3. Hey, good for you. Goth Forest was really <laughs> doing it for people. I was like, uh, I definitely, you know, it took me a long time to see the bright, uh, the silver lining on that cloud. But You should put uh, that shit on your LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> it's going 7.3 out of, I'm hoping out of 10. Yeah, you know what? Maybe uh, uh, maybe it was out of a hundred. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't. You, maybe don't put that on your LinkedIn. Maybe like a yeah. a, f- a fun fact about yourself. So it was like, did you know on hot or not? I scored pretty good. Yep. I mean, it's the worst. It's maybe 
the worst website. I mean, no, it's not the worst website. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to say. But it is an awful website that an awful lot of people used. Um, uh, you know, some people to rate people, other people's like myself to um, seek some sort of validation. You're not going to get. <laughs> <laughs> All this is being cut out. Um, but Probably. Uh, Probably. Yeah. But, John, what did you think of this episode? Did you like this episode? I did. It was, uh, you know, a little slow. But the, the key parts, you know, like the reforging the sword, the reconciliation between Adam and Tila, and then, of course, the conclusion of Skeletor returning, Adam seemingly being dead, Evelyn going back with Skeletor, you know, you can see it in her face that she's just like, oh, all right, I guess so. You know, like, there was a decision being made there. Um, I enjoyed it. I definitely liked this more than the uh, Land of the Dead episode. Um, so it, 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 it felt like a good, like, cliffhanger episode. Not too much happened, but the parts that did happen were the most important parts. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I, I will say that the whole chase scene on Preternia... With them on the little like Centurion hover disc flying around and doing all that. I really loved how that was animated. It's probably one of my favorite animated things around, especially watching Tila take charge to push them forward and be, you know, the hero she is. So I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I totally agree with you? you. I I'm on the board with I'm on the board and on oh, board good. with uh with what you were saying, 100%. Um, I think that the show is interesting because I really like the energy and the the themes and the throwback quality of the first episode. It's one of my favorite episodes, that first one. And mm-hmm. I really like, I think this episode captures that same sort of fun, the same sort of sense of color and whimsy and stuff that I was sort of missing since the first episode. That's not to say that the episodes in between, you know, episodes two, three, four were bad, but it, they definitely, you know, they were, they were working their way back here. And I understand that from a story perspective, but I think that this episode it just had that that special quality that I liked in the first one so much. So, yes, I think it would be... This episode is probably my... Maybe my second favorite episode. If I don't know. We'll, we'll Maybe we'll rank them uh, during our recap. But, yeah. I, it really worked for me on a lot of levels. Um, I thought that the twist at the end was really shocking. I didn't really see it coming. I'd say the only part that I didn't really like was um, the Evelyn's defection. I thought I would have loved a little more indecision. I know they don't have a lot of time and it's animation and, and there's some nuances they can't show there, but it really did seem like she had turned over a new leaf. To, so for her to just immediately go back to being evil, uh, I hope that we get a second half of the season and that gets resolved a little bit. That gets explored a little more because I want to see what's behind that and maybe, who knows, maybe she is doing this. Maybe this is the long con. I don't know. We'll see. But Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I'd like to see that paid off in a way. 
it felt like a good redemption arc for the character yeah. and i'd like to kind of see that uh write itself in 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 the best way possible so i'm with you there yeah yeah exactly so but overall good stuff um so join us next week We'll be, uh, like I said, we'll be recapping the entire series, sort of a high-level view, our thoughts on the whole thing, um, and um, our predictions about what might happen in the second half of the season, and uh, General He-Man talk, so make sure you come back for that. Um, but before we say goodbye for this week, I'd like to thank Burton M6 for our theme song. If you're interested in having him make a piece of music for you, check the show notes for a link to his Fiverr page. If you're looking for more of us, but not just about He-Man, check out our other podcast, Pop Saga. It's about all sorts of pop pop culture. Pop culture. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to copyright it, so don't steal it out there. Um... It's about all sorts of pop culture stuff, and occasionally about He-Man. Until next time, be kind to each other, because when it comes to making the world a better place for everyone, you have the power- Ah! Damn it! (laughs) Ah, son of a- you got me right in the Kojones! Oh, Skeletor! You son of a... Oh, God! To all my people, if you're into He-Man The Skeletor, the unofficial revelations companion It's more than a cartoon, I'm here to let you know Masters of the universe, revelations, for sure We breaking down the episodes, this is what you need in Before He-Man grab somebody and start eating From Evil Lynn, Clamp Champ, Teela, and the Man of Arms They have the power, so come and join the squad Yeah, dear Skeletor, the unofficial revelations companion Let's go!